Good day and welcome to the, all of our listeners to The Middle Podcast. My name is Jim Nelson and for the next eight minutes or so, I'll be your host as we look back at Pastor Drew's sermon on the seventh letter to the churches in Revelation and expand our boundaries and scriptures. We dive deeper into the teachings of Jesus. I acknowledge that I am biased in my view of God's Word. I think it's thoroughly amazing. And for the last three years or so, I've been led to discover and then explore some of the patterns in which God works and as Jesus teaches. It's astounding. It's astounding to approach our scriptures this way because I don't believe at all that God is limited to pattern work. He's sovereign and therefore he can rule in any way he pleases, but often he chooses to work in ways that are similar, that are repeated through scripture and are easily discoverable if we just choose to dive into God's word to discover them. This week, it's prayer. Now, you might read through Revelation 1 through 3 and not see much on prayer, but as in the last episode we explored, we're invited into repentance and overcoming the threats to the church. That's a common theme through most of the churches. But this week, in both of our episodes, we'll see how the discipline of prayer is vital to our relationship with Jesus and his mission for the church in the course of history. We'll begin by looking back at Revelation 3.20. Look, Jesus says, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. When I read the phrasing of knock and the door will be open, boy, I immediately recognize these words, right? These are familiar words to me, being a reader of the Bible and most likely to many of you also. And there's a couple of places we will go this week, but the most obvious reference will take us back to Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in the book of Matthew. I encourage you to open up Matthew and read through the whole sermon. It's remarkable. It starts in chapter 5 and continues through chapter 7, but we're going to focus on Matthew 7, verses 7 through 11. You'll note that Jesus teaches his followers how to pray in chapter 6, and we get more of that in chapter 7, but Jesus also gets us to consider why we should pray. Now, I'm guessing that for most of us, If we were to grade our prayer life, for the most part, we might not give ourselves very high marks. And how do I know that? Because when I consider my history of prayer, I've got issues of my own. We we all do, let's admit it. I've had problems with consistency. I've told people that I would pray for them and then forget to pray for them or do it sporadically at best. I've seen my wife, Krista, now pray over a circumstance in her life that she's close to for 28 years with no apparent answer, and I've had my own long-standing prayers that I haven't seen answered in the way that I've asked. And if I would include some of you all in this list, I'm sure we could go on and on with the reasons why we've got problems with prayer. So first off, first off, we're not alone. Paul the Apostle appealed to those around him to struggle in prayer with me, he says, that his mission of the gospel would be delivered. So we're not alone in this struggle, and I'm hopeful that's encouraging for all of us to hear right off the bat here. But in Matthew 7, Jesus really kind of simplifies the idea of prayer by just saying this, ask, just ask. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and there's the knock connection, right? And it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and those who seek finds, and those who knock, it will be open. That's the verse I remember when I hear, knock and the door will be open. But what is the application that Jesus is trying to teach us? So first off, there's a pattern. Ask, seek, knock. It's, it's there. I'm just not compuls- being compulsive at all. It's there. 
So let's explore that a bit. Ask suggests that what exactly what it seems to communicate. Ask God for what you need or ask God for what you know the needs of others to be. And then at times, seek. Seek's going to imply that it is at times appropriate to pursue more than just asking on a faith level, an intellectual level, or maybe even on a practical level, just how God may answer that prayer. Seek. Maybe I'm part of something. Maybe something I can do is part of the answer to that prayer. And that leads us to the knock, where we are actually doing something tangible. We're knocking. Perhaps the answer to my prayer is actually something God is calling me to do. That's interesting to think about. But even bigger than the pattern that Jesus suggests is the idea of the relationship that Jesus is trying to communicate through the ask, seek, knock pattern. And that is the character of God the Father. Because keep reading. Take a look at verses 9 through 11. He appeals to us, the readers, to consider God's character, much like a parent. He's talking to a hillside of people who are either parents or they have been parents, but everyone hearing that has been parented in the past. We're all kind of familiar with what Jesus is trying to get us into. He's also talking to us in the same context. So he asks that we go to the gut level. What do we do as parents in our most basic instinct, at our the most inner of our being when our kids ask us for something? What's our reaction? What's our natural reaction? We want to say yes. I admit it. I want to say yes as a parent. And so we'll impulsively not give our kids a stone, which is useless, Jesus says, or give a child a snake or a serpent, which is dangerous to their well-being. It's like it's built into us as parents. It's built into our parents somewhere deep down inside to meet our kids' needs in a practical way, not dangerous, not useless. Now, Kristen and I have said yes quite often in our history of parenting four children, but we also have said no or not yet a number of times also. And I think this is what Jesus is calling us to consider, the whole idea of being parents when it comes to God's response to our prayers. My job as a parent is to lean heavily on my experiences, wisdom that I've gained from successes and failures, more so failures, quite honestly, to say yes and no when our kids ask. Just for an example, this is a simple example, but the answer to Joshua, my nine-year-old, at wanting a piece of his Halloween candy might be no right before dinner, then yes, after dinner is a treat. Same question, can I have a piece of candy, but a different answer based on the wider context. So trust God, Jesus is saying. So trust God, Jesus says. If you as parents who are, are broken, let's be honest, we don't do it perfectly. But if we know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will your Father in heaven, who's perfect, who sees it all, how much more will he give good things to us who ask him? So quickly, one application that has been monumental in my prayer life. Last March, yep, during COVID, stay home, stay healthy. Our family watched a beautiful day in the neighborhood with Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers wrote down a list, a prayer list of those people in need that he interacted with or he got to know. Joshua and I decided to take that same approach to our nightly prayer time. And it's pretty simple. We started a prayer list on my iPhone's notes app. And as we go through our day and see or hear of a prayer need, we type it in. And then when I put him to bed, the phone comes to bed with us and we open that note. And we just start praying. 
No more forgetting, no more overlooking, just a consistent prayer for our families and others' needs night after night after night. And then we mark when we hear that one of those prayers has been answered in some way, we put an asterisk next to it just to remind us that God does answer prayers. It's been an incredible way to witness the good Father meeting the needs of his people. Thank you for listening, and remember to tune in again later this week for another Knock in the Door Will Open connection from God's Word. Thank you for listening to The Middle Podcast today. If you liked our conversation, please let others know and where they can find us.